Hey everybody, welcome back to Take Under. Um, we almost, eh, I guess we gotta say we took a week <laughs> off. But we're trying to make up for it here. We are on Thanksgiving. We'll turn a, a somewhat of a double episode. We'll talk about both weeks. So that means we got a lot of wrestling to get into. And we'll same old, same old. And get right into it. <laughs> this is our first time this season. So far. Wait, no, I think it's so the we second. Got one out. We got one out last week. We just got it out the day before. <laughs> This is why we're terrible at this, and only like twenty people ever want to listen to us do this. And thank, thank you, twenty people, and the original nine. Yeah, uh, anybody listen to this and sticking through us, thank you. Uh, all right, well, like I said, let's get right into it. So, because we got two weeks, we're just gonna kind of hop all over the place. Um, and I think with the way that we should take it is the way the war games uh, card is gonna shape up or the way it's shaping up, so we'll kind of talk about those feuds mostly. So last week we had Gargano versus Ruff. Gargano uh, won his rematch for the North American um, Championship, and I was surprised how good Leon Ruff actually looked in that in that match. Um, there were sometimes spots where it looked like a gymnastics demo more than a lot of stuff, and look, I, I love Ricochet and Osprey. Those guys are two of my top five favorite wrestlers and that style of wrestling. But there are some stuff where it just looks too choreographed, and this there was some spots in that match where it, it was like that for me. Um, this match, this storyline, if it's not careful, can go like the way of the Ellsworth storyline with Dean Ambrose a few years back. I don't know if you watched that on Raw, mm-hmm. but he was just kind of like a, a dude that he brought in as a joke that beat AJ Styles twice, and like he helped, he kind of helped him beat AJ Styles, and that that was the joke. Is like the guy was a joke, and so like if they're, uh-huh. it kind of. It it's bordering on that, but with how good Ruff did last week, I think it can get away from that. They just need to do it quick, and I think they did that this week for sure. Yeah, I'm. I like the storyline, and like it, like you said, that it can probably get away, but I don't see that happening, especially now that we have a triple threat match with Damian Priest for War Games, and especially the way that William Regal uh, announced it, player. Uh, <laughs> 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 which I started cracking up as soon as he said that. I was like, yeah. "Oh man, I love NXT." Um, yeah, this week we had the KO show where they announced that. That honestly, that was my only the only thing that I really liked about KO's guest spot this week was his Deadpool like um, commentary throughout the whole thing. He's like, "Oh, you don't want it." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the best part about it. But uh, yeah, uh, because I was commenting this whole episode about how KO is like he really doesn't want to be there, but he did a show. And it, it was the best, like yeah. And he did the best. I thought it was hilarious with the chairs. Don't say the names. If there's a Teddy Long, he's gonna come out here. Yeah. It's all delayed, but it's it's Regal coming out and saying it. Playa, I was like, yeah. oh god, this is great. If I was creative, I would have had him come out and say, "Hold up, gentlemen." <laughs> Hold up. Instead of saying play at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so that's the match that we're gonna get and i'm actually kind of excited for it i want to see what leo and ruff can bring to the table after seeing all that jobbing seeing the performance he did last week and we know that gargano and um priest can put on a great match because they already did at halloween havoc and they've been putting on matches specifically gargano since he's been here yeah it's funny i don't know if he just wanted to do this so he can have a triple threat and be in another take and another takeover because it's Johnny Takeover. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm excited to see what happens because we have, I guess I can say this, we have a second Ghostface killer <laughs> that 
that drove off with uh, Candace and uh, Johnny in the night when they took what's her name again? Indy. Indy with her busted neck to I guess the hospital, but there was a ghost face sitting there, and we have no idea who it is. But uh, we before the show we had some thoughts. Do you think it's Leon Ruff? Maybe uh, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, because you asked me my thoughts, and I was saying, I think Leon Ruff would be a good one, because what if Gargano's like, hey, like takes him under his wing, convinces him after seeing all those matches. He's like, you can't hold this without without my help. I won't come at you right away. I'll train you a little bit. But then, of course, he's just going to backstab him at the end. And like, what a better way than like just hey, throw this mask on and then get in this car real quick before the, the cameras come. So that that's one th- way that they could go with it, I think. And... I just can't think of anybody else now that Hartwell's been revealed. Especially when, if this is the same Ghostface killer that helped Johnny in his match at Halloween Havoc, I'm thinking it was like, Tommaso Ciampa has his own thing. The person's not that tall. Like, I'm trying to figure out which wrestler it would be if it's a male, but I can't. And I was like, it'd be cool if it's Leon Ruff. Okay, then it makes all sense. But if it's not... It's actually going to be a really good surprise when it gets revealed, which will be at at War Games. So yeah, I completely forgot that there. I mean, I I remember the the help down the two spots, but yeah, I forgot that it does. Yeah, there was two of them, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. And that dude was huge. So it's not Leon Ruff if they're going to go with that. With those have been two people the whole time, but yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with that. I'm interested to see to see for sure. Um, it's cool that the Garganos are both like the main work their way into the main storylines even without being champions because they yeah. both have been putting on since they since they've showed up here um <laughs> moving on down the card to the next match i mean here the match is just a strap match loomis versus grimes the build-up for the last two weeks is last week we had loomis versus grimes again and it was a blindfold match it, like i don't care that they're wrestling give let them take every single uh Every single type of match and wrestle one match in that way. And we could just call it the Loomis versus Grimes series. And I could watch wrestle forever. Um, but fucking Grimes seemed to be Marco Poloing himself because he was just like making noise the whole time, dude. Um, yeah, then the ref gets knocked out. Loomis, uh, Grimes unblindfolds himself. They all, both end up getting unblindfolded. And then Loomis does, Loomis just does, like the match is really good. I, the point to say Loomis does a really good job with these ma- with these gimmick matches. Yeah. He's done he's been in so many like unique ones and each time it's been such a cool story between him and his, his opponent. Yeah, and oh God. this is this is a perfect combination of two wrestlers where there's no one loses every time to them together it's a win-win from from Halloween Havoc even before that and now this oh god damn it guys to the moon <laughs> um just him running around and hitting like himself and knocking himself out. It looked like an old school Tom and Jerry episode. <laughs> um, but Dexter Lewis, oh, it's so hard choosing who's better in this, but they're just so great. And I'm so glad we're going to get a strap match because the last time that Dexter Lewis was in a strap match, I was like, oh, those waltz and stuff that showed up. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Um Grimes can't run. Also, I still believe Dexter Loomis is drawing everything because <laughs> those are co- those are those are awesome caricatures that should be sold online, and I would have them up here in my office now. Um, 
But oh, what is it? One of the best things that happened tonight is Cameron Grimes called out um, Regal. He's like, "Why do you hate me?" And, <laughs> and like Regal, like kind of admits to it, but I couldn't hear what he said, like because the microphone like panned away. It wasn't clear for me to pick up. But I said, but like it seemed like Regal's like, "Yeah, I don't like you." Here's the reason. He's probably like, "Have you?" Ever smelled yourself? <laughs> and Cameron goes, "Well, like I don't, I don't like water, Mister Regal. <laughs> You've never taken a bath, not one day in my life, Mister Regal. It's, it's, get out of my studio. It's get away I'm, from me." It's because I'm trying to get to the moon. <laughs> I know they don't have water on the moon. I don't want to get dependent on bats, Mister Regal. Oh man. Uh, one note that I just I wanted to add in here is so this week we saw Grimes versus Atlas and there was just a cool mix of these two different styles and like neither of them were in a story at all and it reminded me of shows that we weekly shows that we used to see where they would take two people from different feuds. I mean Raw and SmackDown just don't seem to do this as much anymore. I guess they yeah. just have like feud match on top of feud match on top of feud match for week after week and this one is just two guys that haven't wrestled before put in like clashing styles, put on a really good match. Cameron Graham seemed like he was going to try and cave in his freaking head when he did it at the did end. You, I thought he snapped his collarbone because he landed <laughs> perfect. I was like, oh, someone check on him. Yeah. Man, at some point, he, like, there's going to be a shorter person because Atlas is huge and he's going to stomp their face into the mat. <laughs> and, oh, man. Uh, like It was just really cool to see that. We don't see that on a lot of shows. AEW actually does do a good job about that. I'll give them credit there, but uh, the main shows I think, on WWE don't do that, and I like when it's, it's good on NXT to keep. Doing yeah, just well. put two great wrestlers together and see what chemistry they have because they'll probably do like a bang up job. I uh, don't know what's so difficult about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then and then we still got storyline at the end of the yeah. match where they announced the they announced the match. Uh, they, I mean, they still had the promo even later on in the night, and then Luma still showed up. So yeah, we still got everything that we needed to. Yeah, moving on. Um, I want to get to Kushida because we've seen him in both these back-to-back weeks. And last week, I actually really liked the match with him and Ruas, who we haven't seen in a long time. Um, Kushida wasn't going to lose that match, and there wasn't really anything that I have to like point to. But I did like that they're broadening some of their roster and, and bringing some of these people back. And, and that match was was pretty good. It wasn't anything. It was a lot better than some of the stuff I've seen on the other shows for sure. Yeah, uh, the thing is like. I like that Kushida is on consistently to show off what he can do. I just like he needs he needs like a really good main person to have like a storyline for all the effort to go towards to. Hopefully next year that he'll have something towards like the North American belt or the actual NXT championship belt. Because he needs to at this point have one of those. I don't remember Arturo Ruas. I have no idea where he's from. He came out he came out a few times with Tainara actually. Did he? Yeah. Oh my god. I must I must have to, I have to time travel I then. I think that might have been when you had first started watching, or maybe uh, you hadn't started watching it yet. And they, they only like they either tagged up or like she valeted him a couple times or vice okay. versa, but it wasn't anything solid. They just appeared sometimes together. Okay. And then his match today was with what, like Thatcher? Thatcher, yeah. And the funny thing is I saw Thatcher come out and I was like this is a waste of time. Like I'm so, I'm I'm like over him now. But then it's Kashida. I'm, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, and, a little bit better. 
And then it was like, oh, it's Kushida. Okay, Kushida's going to whoop his ass. But then that nice cherry on top that just sat outside that ring named Tommaso Ciampa. (laughs) (laughs) And he just stood there. He didn't even do anything really bad. Uh, Pretty much Kushida won, beat Thatcher after, like, beating up with Thatcher. Thatcher's bleeding from his nose or whatever. But Thatcher is so afraid of Ciampa where he, like, doesn't want to fight him. And he's I'm like, I have no baby. Yeah, I don't got a problem with you. Um, Champa just sat outside the whole match, and then he gets up. Thatcher like gets all worried he's gonna come in, and then he just like folds up and throws his chair. That's enough distraction that Kashida gets the pin up, and then Thatcher gets so mad. I was like, man, you you weak minded. If that's all he <laughs> needs to mess with you, but then Champa at the end, he's like. You think he has a problem with me now? <laughs> then he walks out. I was like, oh, yes, we're going to have this match. He's so good at this. I'm so glad that he's here. And, like, there's that rumor that he's he said that if he ever had to leave NXT, if he ever had to go to the other shows, that he would retire. And, like, oh. that's cool. Or if that's true, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but even if it's not, like, you got to take stuff like that, reports like that with a grain of salt. But I'm glad that we have him here and he gets to play this character the way that he wants to more often than not because it seems like there's some times where he doesn't do like what he wants to but he he's he's able to to definitely bring it up every single time i paid a little more attention in this match to the middle of it because i mean it was thatcher and i i have let my thoughts on thatcher be well known on this podcast so i'm not going to bury him too far i do have some actual criticism this time that's more well thought out i think the reason or I, yeah, I think I can nail down more of the reason why I'm not a big fan of his. And it goes back down, even all the way to our first episode where we talked about Riddle. And when Riddle's in the ring with other people, and this is what I like to see with a lot of different wrestlers, is they can change their styles to match certain wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And like they can high fly, they can grapple, they can do different shit like that. And watching Kushida in the ring with Thatcher really made, like, really reminded me of that because Kushida looked badass grappling around oh, yeah. with him and he could hang. And he also is a fucking awesome cruiserweight who can throw himself around and do all these badass flips thatcher can't do any of that and so like thatcher is the one is the person in the ring who forces people to wrestle into his dumbass style yeah. and like if people can come in here and outshow you in your own style you're not a master of anything dude yeah exactly like kushida was <laughs> it, it was insane he looked like a robot out there because of all the ways he was trying to do submissions on him i was like uh, you should know how to break this, and he couldn't. Even when Kushida couldn't wrap his legs around him, he still held onto the main to his arm and tried to put enough force into it to to make him submit. Uh, Thatcher broke out, but like Kushida is so great that he did that. But Thatcher like just looked so boring until like he got bloodied or whatever, and they looked more like an intense fight. But yeah, credit to Kushida because he was able to match up with him and make the make the match more entertaining. Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate there's different styles for different people and stuff like that. And that's just what I want to say is like, there's a reason that I don't that I'm not a big fan of it. And I, I'll start ho- stop harping it on there, and we'll just mention him when he comes out. There. It reminds me of another person on uh, or two more people on other ones. <laughs> I don't think so because I I actually do think like he he's able to like this match was was good and entertaining from the point that I started watching it on. If you're think if you're thinking about one of the ones that I'm thinking about, what's this? Kona. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Right, then whatever. No. Um, we'll move on. Uh, so now is the point where I want to get to all of my favorite stuff from the last two weeks. <laughs> 
So starting going all the way back to last week, ironing iron on iron, just banging over and over again as a commercial. Fucking Shotzi gets to announce it again. We are getting war games. And it's not like we didn't know it. I've been tweeting it out from the from our Twitter account over and over again with Regal shouting war games. What? We're getting fucking war games again. <laughs> and Shotzi, like I said, Shotzi got it with the announcement. And uh, so we started getting the groundwork laid last week. Uh, the first match was Casey Express, uh, Casey Catanzaro, and Casey... Casey Catanzaro and Kaden Carter. Kaden Carter, that was her name. Yeah, they had uh, <laughs> the same initials. Yeah. I don't know why I can never remember Kaden Carter's name. I think it's because Ember came. I mean, I know it's because Ember came first, and so Ember is ingrained in there. Um, yeah, that that match was cool. It was good, clean. I had no complaints about it. Candice was just too good in that match, and it shows because they're the ones that are going to be used for war games. So, like mm-hmm. again, it was just laying the foundation for that. Yeah, which on I'm, I'm really excited. Also, there there was a promo this week. Just to harp on it real quick is where Shotzi I guess is building a new tank, and, and I was like, oh fuck yes! I was She's like, this that's just that's just like a nice little taste. Also, I love that War Games has a tank in in its emblem <laughs> this time around. So you took to my tank. I'm taking your husband. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, that match is great. Sending it all for the war games, but then so it then, continued yeah. to this week. Well, no, I... well, last week we were still more foundation because there was a lot of action last week, and there's an important match I don't want to miss that we talk about. Um, going chronologically, we had Ember and Tony versus Dakota and Raquel. Correct. Um, so yeah, the promo was okay. The one that had Tony and Ember, um, it was fine. I. The match was fine. Uh, more so than anything, what happened at the end was what was more important when they got attacked by Candice and Indy. Uh, and that was where we saw really the team start to kind of take shape of, for war games because we knew that the captains already at that point. But they announced, I think, that there was going to be captains and it was Shotzi and Candice were going to be captains. Mm-hmm. And that was all we knew at that point. Um, yeah. And also, I'm just going to on the match real quick. I don't know. We're probably going to disagree on this. But Amber seems so much better still now. Than Tony does, but also it's going to no. lead into something. To me, no, I, I believe I, I I was like Ember wants to make sure that she's doing so much better, and Tony just didn't look right to me. If I we had talked like, about it last week, last week, I might have said I need to see more. But after seeing this week, I definitely I 100 percent agree. Before we get to this week, though, most, most importantly, and the only reason I wanted to keep on like I didn't even oh, just no, drop didn't just drop, drop last week altogether was we had EO versus Rhea. And so let me get what I want off for a little bit. I'm not going to, I had a whole diatribe in my notes and I'm not even going to get that much into it. I just want to say a couple of things. The story was really familiar. And if you go back and start the Charlotte mania match at around 19 minutes and this match at one hour and 14 minutes, it's a lot of the same stuff uh, in terms of like working on the appendage and like the way Rhea had to sell. And so it's kind of lame. Like it's a lot. And it's only because the internet exists that I can see these matches back to back and, and like have this critique, but I'm not wrong. Uh, I loved this match. I don't want to say that I did not um, But yeah, it, 
I hate the results so much. And like, fine, EO finally gets her big win. Cool. Her title starts to her title reign starts to mean something. That's fine. I just think I would have liked it the other way. Where and I had already laid all that out before, so I'm not going to say that again. Where I think there's more story where Rhea wins. I, I guess I'll blow this week for saying Rhea came in. What what it looked like at the end of the week or at the end of last week, Rhea hugs Io before she leaves, um, and we everybody thought thought Rhea a send off, yeah. And it makes sense because the raw women's division is in shambles. And so EO cannot save a division by herself. Rhea can. Rhea is that kind of an impact. Like EO is, is kind of like a slow burn and everybody loves her that way, but she couldn't save a division by herself. Rhea can make, can make that kind of impact, at least in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we know that Rhea is not going anywhere, and she's more than likely. I'm glad that she's going to be part of War Games. I'm glad she's not going anywhere. Don't get me wrong. I love NXT, and that's where I want to see her wrestle. But what the fuck? Like, there was so much more potential to go the other way. So I, I won't harp on it more than that. I like I said, I have a lot more that I could say, but I'm not going to. I just don't like the result. The match was fucking killer, though. There were so many good spots in that. If we can get into it if you if you want to, but it, we can also move on to just this week if you want to. Uh, okay, so back to last week. One, I enjoyed that match. I love that match. I believe that's the match that we should have had between Rhea and Raquel. Like, how good that match was. Even if you went back and it looks like the same, it's the same play. Football teams do the same play and move sometimes. But they got to cool. play blue. If I can go for one thing, I think we will get that match with Rhea and Raquel. We've seen Raquel and e- or Rhea and Io going at it for years already, though. Yeah. Yeah, so this, so, this is just like the this is another chapter in there. Is Rhea and Raquel were starting the we're starting their story. Yeah, because when that this match one they gave it plenty enough time, it yeah. was awesome. There was blood, not crazy, but it it was realistic. Like Rhea's ear bled from her piercings because of the holds. Like of course she has massive cages. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's gonna keep going. Um, everything seemed completely believable, hard hitting. I just loved every moment of it, and I did not care who would win at that point. I was like, whoever wins just d- deserves it. When Io won, I was like, sorry, I was you know a little happier for my side. But the hug, yes, everybody thought that she was going to leave. I even thought because there's rumors around about it too, and then nothing. I'm glad she's staying because now the original storyline of her not being able to to win and go over can finally focus on that. And now she can redeem herself by going up against Raquel. And now Raquel is going to be her new mountain to get to, to get back to the top, which she is what I'm hoping. Raquel. She, she did, but we need to have a match like where it was with her and Eo. Like that's what we need. And that's what we deserve. And we should be getting it soon. Yeah. Um, we need and... to see some more blood in war games. Something different needs to happen in war games for sure. To, yeah. to shake up everything. And now we pretty much have one complete side of the team for War Games, Candace's team. Yes. Um, that's from this week. We got and that's from this week with that. But we have kind of a secret member if you want to take care of that, because that caught me off guard. Because yeah, I thought, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I got worked there too. So Candace and Ember kicked, kicked off the show this week, and it was a great kickoff. They were yeah. both really awesome. Um, 
Yeah, Ember crushed her from the start. I guess it's easier after you kick your opponent's face off with the first move. That was that was wild when she did that. Um, but the match got real good towards the end, and the bar for these for their matches is just so high. They're the best division on the best promotion, and them kicking it off two of their their better women too um, was just so good. I I got to bring back the picture in picture complaint because when Raquel so... and Dakota came out. Is when they went to picture in picture. Are you fucking kidding me? Do it a couple seconds before so we can like. I know, obviously they're trying to hook, they're trying to get that hook in to get people to stay, but like, you could have given us a little more before going to commercial right as you did it. Yeah, this whole picture in picture thing, and it seemed like the screen even got smaller because I was like, I can't tell what the fuck's going <laughs> I on. I was like, at least do fifty fifty or something, or do two bars of ads on the top like. Uh, soccer does or football does in whatever part of the world you live in. I'm sure it's um, like the guidelines. Like it can only be a certain size, and we're just so like we're marks. We don't know the, like the business side of this, but yeah, it, I'm, I, I I get it. I get it. You have a Doritos commercial without saying fucking Doritos. I don't need to see it twice in the same fucking yeah. ad break. As just a, let me enjoy this match that I know it's gonna fucking go crazy in a minute. Oh god. As a fan of the product, I, I'm i still going to be here, I promise. Just let me watch the match. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so what you, what you were saying about Ember, I forgot how much of a little powerhouse she was until this match. When Candice like, jumped on her back and she's like holding her up, I'm like, oh, okay. I, now I remember why I loved Ember. Like, I just needed to see her finally get all like the stuff, like everything that we had seen from her before. And um, yeah, I, I love, I really love watching her. It's cool to see her back. We got that cheap finish, um, but we still did get an eclipse where she caught Indy instead mm-hmm. of Candace, and then she got the Wicked Stepsisters, is that what it's called? Candace got her kick in and then yeah. pinned her pretty easily, and then they all started beating her up. So then she get, she get, ends up getting out of the ring. Tony comes out and turns on Ember as they're about, as she had convinced her to go back in and go fight throws her into the the steps i knew we couldn't trust any of these brits dude that's two of them within a month they and it's like the life. long time like baby faces too which is uh... been in our instincts to not trust i mean it wasn't mine i don't know why what was everybody else's problem i'm glad that i i don't look crazy now Tony, tony's reactions were cool though while she was getting beat up and she was just like squirming and it was funny <laughs> Uh, we should have knew something was wrong when Tony came out in pants instead of her shorts. So <laughs> that's her heel turn, and she's wearing, wearing pants. pants. She's like, you guys want to see this? Ah, yeah. going uh, full pants now. <laughs> and I'm a heel. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So we got that side. The mystery is the is the. I mean the the face side. So we know it's going to be Shotzi as captain. I almost forgot about Shotzi for a little bit, but we we're pretty sure it's going to be Rhea. Since she got, since yeah, she got because beat. because Rhea Candace came, out came her promo. Yeah, Rhea came out, let us know that she's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like everybody was asking, oh, like it's like a send off. Or I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going back for the title. And then that's when Candace's music pops with Tony and everybody. And Candace was saying that she was robbed twice by Eo for the title. And but this is a new Candace. This is a new Tony. They're like they walk the walk of what they want to do and Rhea can't do it. So what they do is they have freaking Raquel has EO like a dead body on her shoulder and just flops her on the ground. 
be here is my problem with her now. Send Kirkland shot uh, Sasha up to the main roster. That all we needed to see was Raquel walking over with a lifeless EO body draped over her shoulder. I I was like, oh my god, and and in my head, this is how you take out the NXT Women's Champ to not be part of War Games for the title and focus on these two groups. Just go at it because. Probably next week they're going to announce EO can't participate because she's not medically clear, which I'm fine with. I'm okay with because I want, uh, and this is just speculation, but more than likely uh, Shotzi's team is going to be Shotzi, Ember, Rhea. And I would really, really like this because if NXT was smart and she didn't really get injured that bad, I would really like a secret member to be Tegan Knox. To just to to one finally be in war games and two to finally like whoop the shit out of Dakota like do a full circle on this one year like torture thing that she's gone with her. I believe that she is injured. Too bad to come out. But honestly, I don't. I kind of don't want her to be there. Um, I know there's other wrestlers or whatever, but I just I would. Yeah, to me that would be like just extra like. It would be cool. It, it yeah. would be cool for sure, especially because Dakota's still in that match, and there's still yeah. so much like blood feud that they could pull out of that, out of that fruit, if, if that's what it is. And if it is, I'll be happy for it. I'll be psyched. I, I do still like. I still want to see Tegan wrestle for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm not completely turned off on her yet, but so I'm thinking it's gonna be Shotzi Rhea. I I'm sure Io is gonna get in that match personally, um, and then Ember. And I think the way the way we saw both. Ember, EO knocked out the way that Ember and Rhea were also attacked that way. Uh-huh. They both got to be in that match. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be at least Shotzi, Ember, and Rhea for sure. And then if we do have a fourth, I've, I have no idea who that fourth would be. But the reason I want it to be EO is because EO wasn't there last year. So last year it was Rhea, Candice, Tegan, and Dakota with the infamous Dakota turn. And it was uh, Shayna, Bianca. Oh, no, Io wasn't it last yeah, year. Yeah, Io. You heard the list, I, that's right. Io was on the heel. turned on Candice, right? Yeah, she was the heel okay. side. So now she's the baby face side. <laughs> but was she in it in 2018, too? I was going to say, I, I wanted her to be in it because we hadn't seen her in one yet. But if we have already seen her. No, she would. Well, there was only one women's war games, and that was last year. year right? Yeah. Okay. And that's where you like were moping for four months because of how they did it. Oh, I'm still moping about that. <laughs> but, and I actually was kind of more annoyed like about that too, because I start to see shades of them doing that again when Rio was going up against everybody. And eventually mm-hmm. she got beat up, don't get me wrong. But when she's fighting against Raquel and four other people and Raquel held her, almost beat the shit out of her two weeks yeah. ago, don't tell me that that's a fair fight. Raquel with like, uh, uh, basically she could pick up Dakota and just swing her like a bat towards Rhea like that's an advantage yeah. Raquel all day Raquel's gonna beat her there so Raquel being in that in that calculus I think changes it to where they can't book that match unless they're gonna completely bury Raquel's power that they've been building for a while they yeah. can't book that match where Rhea does what she did last year even, even though Raquel was like whooping ass tonight in this episode and just like dominating which like she pretty much kept Rhea in the corner and like had her scared. I was, I was like, I, God, can we have? It's only two weeks, and I want it to be this Sunday. Like, yeah, like, yeah. We'll still, we'll still have one more match. We'll still have one more go home for show for sure. And we'll have a. I'm sure next week we're gonna have a women's match to find out who gets the advantage. 
and we're gonna have to find oh, out who Shaggy's team is still too. So that's gonna be fun. Um, I yeah, kind of don't want anyone to want to know until until War Games. Just to like fuck it. Who the fuck is? <laughs> or if they just kept like a fourth member out, then yeah. Or if they said, do what the guys did. EO, announce EO as the as the partner, and then okay. just say that just keep her status in doubt the whole time, and then the day of just clear say that she's not gonna be in it. And then replace it with somebody worth replacing it for. Yeah, do what the guys did last year when KO came in and did war games. Because it was Champa's like, I called the friend. I don't know if he's going to show up or not. And then it's <laughs> freaking Kevin Owens and the whole place just blows up. Yeah, yeah. So um, a little bit of housekeeping after that. I thought the women was the last stuff we had to have, but I did have a couple more notes here. And it's probably important that we talk about like the champions. Um, Legato had another pro- another promo. It mentioned some dude named Kurt Stallion. From his look, if he's anything to derail them, I would be annoyed. But it seems unlikely, so no. probably barely even worth the mention. Um, Finn came back last week. His jaw, it looks fine. I mean, at least from what we can tell. It's yeah, a, it's a looks, around it. it still looks puffy. Because he has, big three, beard around it. He has so three plates in his jaw. Yeah, we couldn't tell completely. And I think this was a... This is either one of two really good things. This is a good way to get Finn into war games, or this is a good way to get Finn more time to heal his face. I think it's probably more of the latter because the former would just be too good to be true, but Finn fighting alongside Undisputed would be awesome. And so I have a way to get to that anyway. Um, The way that this happened last week. uh, Oh my God. God. Yeah, the way, I mean, the way this happened this week too, I think can lead to that happening. But, uh, so yeah, Finn also had a promo this week saying that he's back. So as far as we know, he's going to be here. What he was saying, though, is whoever wins from War Games is kind of like who's going to get to uh, get the spoils of, of War. Yeah. So I th- like I said, I think that's why it just gives him another month to, to not have to wrestle anybody and to heal. But what they could do after the match that we saw with Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne, which we can get Pete Dunne, which we can get into, and we will get into. Um, <laughs> is Kyle either feels guilty or is too hurt, and then he can't compete in war games. Uh, and Finn. Finn wrestles for him. See, this uh, is also my paranoid, paranoid brain working, though, because I also see it where that happens, and then Kyle is the reason they don't win, because he turns on them, and he ends up taking, like, either he just turns on UE, and what's joins. his ass wasn't, wasn't even, like, considering that as, as an option and he just lucked into it mcafee i mean yeah or mcafee offered him a, an offer he couldn't refuse and he he joins okay. up with with the punters and in that case like they're full on nwo dude taking taking kyle o'reilly who we loved and just turning them against <laughs> against undisputed but i don't know if that if they're gonna do that I I don't know. I'm just so excited for this freaking takeover. It always happens that, this time of year. Yeah, that ladder match. If we if you want to get, into, I mean, I don't know if you want to, but I, it was such a good fucking match. I didn't stop watching. This is the first time in a long time that a week show match has had my complete attention. And like, there's times where I'm taking notes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm paying attention, but not not even like okay, I'll go back and take notes later to watch it. Like, I just completely got absorbed in that match. When when Dune ran it, up, it when, just looks painful. Everything was painful. The it, first time <laughs> Kyle was going up that ladder, 
and Dun- Dun ran in there and just threw the ladder instead of like like a normal match where they yeah. grab him and pull him down. And <laughs> the ladder just flew with right with Kyle on it. I was like, oh shit, this okay. is this is a different match. Yeah, for sure. And we go from that to like the outside suplex, the leg bar in between the in between the ladder rungs. It went it was in so good. I was so mad because it went to commercial, and they say that. Right before commercials, when they broke the ladder outside by the by announcer, I didn't get to see that from from my angle, and I was like, "No fuckers, that was on commercial break. I didn't see that. I don't know why mine was a different cutout." And they're like, "Oh, this is before the commercial break." I was like, "No, because I'm sitting here the whole fucking time, and I didn't get to see that." I thought that was before the commercial. I saw that happen on camera. I, <laughs> and then they come back. I was like, "What the fuck was that? Not a picture in picture for me to watch." So painful. It was so cool. These these guys definitely know how to beat the shit. Oh <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And take a beating for sure. I I was like, oh man, NXT knows how to put on ladder matches. Like they do ladder matches back from like the Attitude era. And I was like, I just enjoy every bit about it. Um, but they're fucking robbed because. Yeah. Punter was not supposed to be there. He's like, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. I was like, he's wearing a stupid gold mask. And they're like, oh, what's, what's going on? Like, it's the same thing we saw a month ago. Dumbass Vic Joseph, you know who it is. Oh, Jesus. Um, I just, I really want Undisputed to beat the shit out of them. Like, it was a re, it was a shitty week. Or it, I'm telling you, it was a good week for shitty finishes to fucking amazing matches let me tell you that yeah. much because the best women's match i've seen all year happened on on wwe uk or nxt uk between piper ray piper niven and kaylee ray i don't know why i'm stumbling all over my words right now and the finish was just like just a big liz said it was just a big wet fart all over this amazing match I, <laughs> yeah. I swear it was like, Sasha, the Sasha and Bailey match, the the Raquel and Rhea match, Rhea and Charlotte at WrestleMania. Even this match put that those matches to shame. As, like it wasn't even close, and then that finish just ended it. And so, like this, this is kind of the same the same thing. But I mean, it's all the build, so we just got to deal with what it was. Uh, I just really hope that my paranoia is just that, and that Kyle Kyle isn't leaving our boys. If anybody, please take Bobby Fish. <laughs> They're not gonna get rid of Bobby Fish. <laughs> yeah, because nobody cares about Bobby Fish. It won't hurt if it's Bobby Fish. Riddle tried to hurt make... if it's Kyle O'Reilly. Riddle tried to make everybody care about Bobby Fish because no, how much fish does Bobby Fish fry? If fish fry, if Bobby Fish can fish fry. <laughs> oh my God! I I should have bought that fucking shirt when they had it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's only available for like a week too. So. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so with that, I think we're caught up. Are we? Is there anything you think I, we missed so far that you can think uh, of? No, I think we're all good. Champa's gonna beat the shit out of Thatcher. Oh, the triad looks like they're gonna murder Zaya and Lee and freaking Boa. I was, yeah, I, I didn't have it written down, but I was just thinking we got to say this. So, yes, what the hell is happening there? When they went to his house and he was just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. He was just saying, like, she's coming. She's coming. She's I was coming. like, are they bringing a new women's wrestler in? And I was like, oh, crap. I know Mercedes is back in NXT. Like, it better not be Mercedes. Well, if Mercedes not in. First of all, I'm, I'm not going to assume, but it looks like it's playing out like a Chinese triad movie. And I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be an Asian wrestler. 
Um, yeah, yeah, and, and Mercedes is not. Um, I'm just worst fears again, dude. It's just this uh, the stress of, of living through a lot of shitty WWE booking. Trust me, it can all it can always go south. Look, Mercedes, you left a bad taste in my mouth. The first time I saw you, and the second time I saw you. And I know you've been in this business for 20 years. Sorry, like if I don't recognize your talent, that's me because of how I prefer my wrestling. There's other promotions. I'm sorry, like, like you, you can go. <laughs> we don't have to hype on that or on her at all because it's, it's probably not even her. We can talk to. We can stick to the actual storyline. But I will. I was thinking when they showed that girl in the video package, I was like, oh shit, Eo's also gonna like eat Zaya or whatever's gonna happen in this storyline because her hair is all in her face. Who else ever has their hair in her face like that? It's gotta be Eo. I no, it's not Eo. Totally not Eo. I'm just trying to think of who the hell it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be a debut, which will be fun, but I haven't seen anybody that I can think that it would be. I I I just hope this makes up a really nice stable where Zaylee and Boa like do well in this group. Whatever's going to happen, like whoever's going to be their new de facto leader, and just like cool. So we have this. We have Lagario the Fantasma. We can prop. Ooh, she might be a tag team partner for for Zaylee, so we can get the women's tag team belts in a division that has women tag teams. You know. Because Vince doesn't want anyone to be a tag team on the other brands. Yeah, he just keeps on breaking them all up. Or, well, I mean, they're putting like other people together that they shouldn't too. But <laughs> when we, we only talk about that here. There, there was uh, what I actually think would be cool, is, and I know that they're not going to do this, but if they like added in a age restriction to content on the wwe network and you had to be like let's say the name on the account had to be 18 or whatever and like it couldn't be an account for a kid basically um however however you you go about discerning that but then you put in um intergender matches not mixed match challenge or mixed match tags where they have to like switch back and forth mm-hmm. intergender matches and nxt's roster seems like perfect for it because you have the garganos you have zaya and boa you have um carrie cross and scarlet when, when yeah when they come back so and like you can start to throw a bunch of these other people together too i'm sure Rhea could grab like damian priest or something or shotzi and damian priest would be good together you, you can do roger stone priest. yeah stone and Aaliyah, like, yeah and you could have these matches where, like, these a lot of these women who came from these independent circuits, like, I mean, Mia was one of them, Shotzi, like, they do hardcore matches and they fought, and Candice, like, they fought these dudes. And so you can give, like, it's something that they could give back to wrestling fans that talk. So, yeah, mean, that's I, all that come I don't up know why it. you would give, give something to people that talk so much shit about them, but, like, I mean, do it to, to prove them wrong, I guess, is something, like, would be my idea for them. But it's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, man, I can't wait. It, two weeks is too far. Yeah. Well, we got one more show, so we'll talk about it next week, uh, and we'll do our our takeover predictions. Um, I think that's all we got. Then you got anything else? Fuck the punter. Um, <laughs> uh, happy Thanksgiving. Look out for each other and cover your face with a mask. Showtime. All right. Bye. Bye.